It was uh, actually pretty funny. There was this one Asian cat at the last one I went to. He's like, yeah. He's like, wait, I'm not the only minority anymore. Yes. Welcome back. We're back. This is another episode of Two Embl- uh, Two Black Nerds. I am Romeo Quihangana. And it's your boy, Han Yakuchuku. We're here, you know. Uh, happy belated birthday to Romeo. It was his birthday you. over the weekend. Thank you, thank you. We're recording this later than usual. We could have recorded on my birthday, but I was not <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I didn't have the capacity to... Um, Make articulate your words yeah. articulate my words and catch thoughts. my thoughts you know my thoughts my 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 thought engine was not a hundred percent per se you know you know uh this is episode six but as a recap of my birthday it was really nice i decided to like slow down for the day do a little bit of cleaning on saturday and uh, saturday night a couple of my buddies took me out at a place called godilla's um here in grand rapids which is pretty nice um, surprisingly, a fair am- amount of people out, which I guess winter makes a hermit out of everyone, because not everyone was out. But also, it wait, was, still uh, winter? No, but I'm just saying, like when I when I went out during the winter, no one was going out. True. But it's also worth to notice that it was graduation day for uh, GVSU, which is Grand Valley State University, which is in downtown Grand Rapids. So that might have been a thing that was going on that was that might have skewed the number of people who were out but other than that had a blast with my buddies so it was really good good very nice very nice yeah uh what did i do i ended up just laying low and uh chilling for the most part uh when i went downtown on saturday had to deal with one of my friends um dealing with this creepy stalker dude downtown <laughs> oh man it was something else boy had to play interfe- run interference for a little bit you know Interference. Yeah, you know. Um, what did I do on Sunday? Sunday, I just spent the day cleaning my apartment. Uh, it's pretty clean. You know, just been chilling, been living it up, getting settled in, you know? So, yeah. So, let's go ahead and get the topic of the day, topic du jour. Topic we're going to be talking jour. about... We're going to be talking about our, transi- our transitioning from college to the real world because... We feel like that's not something that you really learn during college, you know. You learn your physics, your mathematics, your programming, but they don't tell you what a 401k is or, or you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, to just get into the meat of it, personally, for me. Things that you encounter. Like just to get into into the whole meat of it, to be honest, for me, the hardest part is just that I had never lived by myself before. Like straight up, I think the people who who live off campus for a year, like uh, right before they graduate, have an upper hand, or at least had an upper hand oh, on us for sure, because they have to learn all about that budgeting, uh, grocery shopping, and whatnot. But Balancing I stayed on campus in your daily routine. That's something I really struggled with living off campus. Like, what you do know. You mean? Because, like, you know, um, 
the dining hall. Whenever we lived on campus, we had the dining hall. So I was really used to just going there and having the food all made. But at the same time, I was taking like 18, 19 credit hours my last semester and also like traveling for interviews. And I had to figure out time like, okay, I got to go to class, but then I got to go buy groceries. But then I also got to cook and I also got to study. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, so you have to figure out how to No, like the, the, the sheer amount of extra work that Bruh. you have to do that's <laughs> That you don't have to do in college is quite amazing. Like yeah. I, I didn't, I had not thought of. Like I even have to, even like I have to sit down and take time to like review my bills. Like at least for the first three months, I was just still hadn't put anything on automatic. I was just still paying everything like per the day of. Like, yeah, that took. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't take the most time in the world, but it was still like a little. It took. I didn't realize that that's something that you had to do when. You know, when you're in the real world or, you know, shopping for insurance. It's like, oh, dude, transition yeah. was a little bit iffy. At least for yeah. me, it was. Oh, yeah. You had way more. Like, I'm fortunate enough that, um, like, I had my car moving to Austin and I'm on my dad's insurance still, you know, so I got to milk that until I'm 26. I can't believe <laughs> that, dude. You still get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I pay like I pay like my dad money and everything like that, so it's not like I'm uh, freeloader. Look at yeah, you. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not about that life. I'm a grown man. The fact is, my dad just doesn't believe I should pay more and learn a lesson on independence. He's like, that's like fiscally stupid, fiscally irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, fiscally irresponsible. Agree. So, gotta appreciate it. Some people that you know after graduation, their parents are just like, well, have fun in the real world. You're an adult now. Don't expect us to help out with anything. You know. I agree. I agree. But yeah, definitely, I got really. I think really where I've really uh, struggled the most is nobody tells you about the difficulty in transitioning. You have to learn how to budget. Um, I think also another thing really is difficult is making friends depending on the age of your team. Yeah, no, but because like I guess the thing is like budgeting. Buying a car, getting a four hundred one k, getting your finances, finding together. an apartment. Yeah, oh, finding an apartment. I mean, the thing with finding I'll an apartment. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I technically also my finding my apartment was easy. I just got notified a little bit late because I found yeah. mine in within three weeks. So it was it wasn't that difficult. But like all those things are things that you can essentially like look up. I I feel like I was going online looking up stuff. And it made sense to me, right? Yeah. But I, but the tough, the toughest part is kind of like, how do you make friends? As you were saying, like, how do you in a, how do you make your life more than just about work? Especially since in tech, unfortunately, right? At least at the company I'm working at, there's like a big age gap difference between oh, yeah. uh, the incoming class, the incoming engineers, and the ones who are, you know, and the next there. level up yeah right sure. there's there's at least a good 10 year 10 year gap between me and the next group of engineers so if even if it's not a 10 year gap it's a they're already married they have kids they already bought their houses their lifestyles are completely different from mine mm -hmm. so it's kind of it's tough to even relate to so i just end up hanging out with um people in my class, which I am lucky since we got hired as a group of 18. You are very lucky because yeah. I'm the only guy on my team that's in their 20s. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I have that age gap still, my coworkers. 
but I don't have anybody really to hang out with on my immediate team because I'm the only 20-something-year-old on the team. Granted, I work in the office of the CTO for Watson. So um, on the other team, on the other side of things, we have the labs group, which I was originally yeah. hired to work on. And there's more 20-something-year-olds on that team. But at the same uh, time, our, our, off, our offices are in two different locations. So I'd have to like... walk all the way over there to like hang out and mingle with them. But then yeah. I got my like two monitors in my cubicle at my office, so I can't be as productive there as I could be in my own cubicle. So it's like catch-22. Oh, but okay, I've yet to yeah. hang out with them outside of work, too. That's another thing. That's true. But yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like when I was in college, like one of the um, one of the sharp distinction I realized when I moved here, like so, I, I made. Here's the thing: when I went to college, right, my first year, my my method was don't join any group and just figure out what the first year is about. For sure, right? Get my grades straight and all that stuff. And then, unfortunately, I wanted to replicate that when I got to Grand Rapids. I was like, okay, let me just. I'm gonna come here. I'm gonna figure out my life. Yeah, and... it doesn't work like that. No, no I know, but like, <laughs> unfortunately, I had the same idea. But no, well, like, so I I know it didn't work. But the thing is, like, the realization it brought me down to is just that when you're in college, your social, like, your social life or social identity and activities are brought to you. So everything is constructed around the student, mm-hmm. right? So like the student center is within is within walking distance. You live with a bunch of people like within within the vicinity of where you are there's like many people that you can meet that are the same age as you same interest even if it's not necessarily uh, that you're still at the same school yeah you're saying like that you have so many things in similar not only in location Mm -hmm. and where you're living find somebody in the same job as you or same major sorry yeah same major so all of a sudden what happens is that the first conversation is effortless so building once you decide to build your social connections it's it's somewhat effortless because all the only thing you need to do is step outside and say hi to the person next door right mm-hmm. or like take five steps and just go do this activity x which is within a two minute walking distance right but then when you go in the real world all of a sudden, like everything is expanded by, I don't know, like a good 10 minute drive or 10 to 20 minute drive. So all of a sudden it becomes, it's no longer convenient mm-hmm. to go and do stuff. It's a, it's like you have to make the conscious effort to actually go and do stuff and do Dog, participate in activities. I'm a, like, I'm literally, that's my weakness. I am a social recluse. You see, like for you, 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 you don't even have like, you actually have the time to do it. Too, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot you're doing a master's degree. Yeah. So yeah. for me, like, even if I wanted to, it would take me like an extra extra planning to like even do so. But the reality of it is, once you move to the real world, that's that's what you do. Like everything, you have to like participate in groups, activities. You have to go join. Uh, how do you call those teams? The intri- what's the intramural team for grown-ups? Uh, club I mean, sports? Yeah, club sports, you know, yeah. like uh, co-ed sports. I don't know. There you go. Club yeah. sports and co-ed sports and all that. Th- and yeah, you know me. I'm not very athletic. My hand-eye, my hand-eye coordination game is so weak. Yeah, same it here. It is terrible. And I'm like literally just the clumsiest person I know. I can do dancing, but that's about it. That's about it. And so, like, all of a sudden, it's just, 
it just becomes slightly, I don't know, a little bit more inconvenient. And like mm-hmm. in this age where technology has just taught us that convenience is at the end of your fingertips, we, we need some of these old school boys, old school folks to, to teach us how you do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I mean, personally, I don't. I don't think I haven't done anything. Like even if it volunteering is a good way to like get to meet people. I feel like, and I've been trying to go to like find a nonprofit I'm really like passionate about. I'm actually thinking about starting a meetup group to like network with or like to bring together uh, black developers, especially in the Austin community. Gonna call it coding while black. <laughs> coding while black. Yeah. And you do what? You code while you're being black at the same time. You know, at the same time, you know, and there's not even, I don't think there's a black girl's code like ATX trapped there. I'm just trying to look for something where I can meet like, you know, similar minded people. I go to developer meetups and all that. And that's really my way of keeping myself sane and like, you know, keeping my skills sharp and networking. But I've yet to really make any friends I can go downtown with or like really hang out and just like kick it with. The only friend I really have like that is B. And we, that's because we've known each other for like five years. Yeah, four years or so. Graduated together. yeah, so I haven't made any real new friends other than the ones I made from like my that I worked with or uh, like at my internships or like a couple people I met like my first summer in Austin. I mean, and it's not even like you're trying you're trying to do that Drake no new friends anthem. Nah, you know? man. It's I don't know. It's the way life works. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I would be. I would be. So wait, how do you find the your? Uh... Your tech meetups. I'm I'm actually interested to hear about that. I don't. You I'm know, meetup.com, dog. Meetup. That, that, is that really a thing? It really is a thing. And so, like, I've met so many awesome people from it. And, like, you don't under, like, I guess Austin's such a huge tech city. Like, it's really cool meeting all these developers. Granted, at every single meetup I've gone to, I've been to Token Black Guy, forewarning. So, your <laughs> mileage may vary. But it's okay. I've still met really cool people. It was uh, actually pretty funny. There was this one Asian cat at the last one I went to. He's like, yeah. He's like, wait, I'm not the only minority anymore. Yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, uh, but it's cool. And, like, you know, they like at these meetups, they give presentations. They give, like, lightning talks. And you just learn. Like, I went to the last JavaScript meetup I went to was on JavaScript and cryptography on the web. And I just had my little um, notepad, my IBM notepad. I was taking notes. Just in case, like it's relevant to my job someday. And it's yeah. cool. I think you should see if there's a local, there's hardware meetups too. You know, like local hackers and all that. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look into that. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'll be, I might be token, but I mean, it's not new. That's true. No, but I think one of so one of the things that I realized that I didn't do this was like an idea that struck me. Uh, I think it was last week. There's some local folks who, like added me on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. but I have no idea who they are, oh, right? but, but yeah. I know, but I know they're local, right? Yeah. Like, would it be crazy to go to like set up a coffee and then say, Hey, I don't know you, but I'd, I'd like to meet you before I add you as a connection on LinkedIn. Or is that like too creepy? I don't know, G, but I don't know. Cause like, I'm the thing is I use tw- Twitter, like for my networking game. Right. And I actually met like, even before I moved to Austin, I met like, so many people from Austin before I moved just for like me posting from like various things and it's getting like a signal boost with local Austinites and 
by doing that, I was able to connect with some of these people and they're able to like introduce me up at the meetups. Like we all got lunch on my like first week that I moved to Austin and it was great. And like now I can just go to meetups and hang out with them a lot. So I really don't think it's creepy saying, hey, let's get a coffee first before like we connect. Or you can just connect and then you can ask to get a coffee. And then if they're weird, you can just like delete them. <laughs> did you ever have to do that? Me? Nah, dude. Most people are chill. And at the same time, I can normally gauge somebody's personality from like their online presence. So if they're pretty humorous on Twitter, I'm pretty sure they're a funny person like in real life. In so, real life. Yeah. so wait, what has been your, your, your best uh, IRL encounter, in real life encounter from the internet? Um. So let's see here. Right, I met uh, my buddy Brandon. Uh, he's uh, one of the co-founders of the Front Side, which is a local Umbridge.js consulting firm. Yeah. And he's really cool. He really made me excited to like keep on learning and like gave me a lot of really good guidance and mentorship. And like, if I really have a problem about like adjusting or need career advice, I normally just go to him first because he's kind of like, I mean, he has a dad, but he's like kind of like a dad figure for me here. And he's in the software industry, so he has a lot of experience. Okay. And he's been able to, like, like every time I need something or have a question, I just ask him, and he gives me a really quick answer. And I've met a lot of people like that that want to guide me on my journey and, like, want to give me the best way of handling situations. So all of those, all of those uh, meetups have been really beneficial. Oh, solid, dude. I don't know. It's just that I'm not, I'm not, as you know, I'm not a big internet guy or I'm not too big into the internets. Yeah. So I'm the, I'm the less, I wouldn't say less technology savvy, but less technology enthused when it comes to opinions and meeting people from the internet. But I don't know. I might try that out. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you, it's the future. I understand it's the future, but do you think that's like, it's um, using those technologies is best suited when you're in like a tech city or did you try to meet? So for example, like the question is, did you meet people only in Austin or did you also try to meet people in South Bend using the internets? Hell no. Why would I try to meet people in South Bend? Because I go to college already. But actually, it's been really beneficial if I'm going to, like, San Francisco or L.A. or New York. Like, I know that there are people there that I've met through the Internet that I could, like, either, A, crash on their couch or, B, get up and gra- or like um, meet up with them and grab a cup of coffee or drink at the bar and just, like, shoot, um, shoot the shit. Yeah, no, because the reason I was asking, I was... I was uh... I was wondering, but those are all big tech cities as well. So yeah, yeah I know what so you're saying. I'm not. I'm not sure if there's a heavy but bias. Great. I think it could be any big city, to be honest, though. I think the same thing could go for like Atlanta, Chicago, well, Chicago, Denver. Even though Denver's sort of a huge tech city, Portland. Like I'm pretty sure any big city, you'll be okay. You know, Charleston, South Carolina, probably go well as well. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I might, I might, as as you may know, I recently got into the whole Twitter thing. I'm I'm still adjusting to the fact that my profile is public right now. It's kind of like, it's very, it's very. I'm so creepy. exposed. Yeah, I mean, dude, the amount of things that go through my head that I have that I filter out, like I have a natural, I over filter, naturally, which I mean, means that even before I go. So even when I, like, before I put anything on the internet, I kind of, like, I don't, like, I don't even do it. So, for example, one of the things that I've been thinking about doing, which is, like, completely ridiculous and stupid. Do you remember the episode where, uh, the South Park episode where Butters 
sits backwards on his bathroom. <laughs> on the toilet? Yeah, on the toilet. He's so like I, this little chair for like your uh, milk box. And yeah. here's where you read your comic books. Your yeah. comic books. And like <laughs> your handle is right here on your left side. No, the I've been I've been I've been meaning to like make not not necessarily a meme, but right juxtapose that picture with Mark Twain's quote. Um the one that says if you're um if you're on the side of the majority, it's time for you to like switch. Let me actually look up the exact quote. Because mm-hmm. I always thought um I always thought it was funny. It's also Tim Ferriss's favorite quote. But for some reason I don't but for some reason I've just been like, oh, is this too vulgar? Does this does this is this too bad? So yeah, so the exact quote says, "Whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, is it is time to pause and defect?" <laughs> All right, and I just like I I, th- uh, I think that like those two juxtaposed together would be amazing. Just someone pooping backwards with Mark Twain's quote right there. How, how do we get there? How do we, like I'm lost. How? Well, wait. How do we get to this topic? Yeah, how'd you get to this? Like, where is this coming from? Oh, well, it went from uh, transitioning to... Twitter. To Twitter and to doing butters things on... To and Mark Twain. To Butters Pooping and Mark Twain. And you were talking about filtering, but then you, like, mentioned Butters. So I was like, okay, maybe it's going to be something like filtering. But No, no, but but this is an example. Like, I still haven't done that, even though I think it would be, like, one of the ah, funniest okay, okay. things ever. You know? Because mainly, I don't know. It's just I'm very self-conscious about my thoughts Yeah. on the Twitters. But I, I should probably kind of... I mean, granted, you can just, like, say... Like, granted, like, I'm sort of more vocal on Twitter nowadays than I used to be. Like, holy yeah. crap, I'm at 9,000 tweets. But at the same time, like, you know, I've actually started expressing my thoughts more because it's a good way of engaging in, like... I don't know, um, discussion and discourse um, around topics I'm really interested in. So whether it's like the tech industry, uh, current events, especially within like um, social issues and all that jazz, and it's cool. Twitter's a good platform for that. Granted, you get a lot of trolls, but at the same time, I really feel like it's cool being able to network and connect with like other engineers and talk about the issues that are not only affecting like American society, but then also the smaller subset, uh, um, well, or the large subset of the industry of the tech industry. And here's here's one of the reasons why I personally wouldn't use Twitter to engage into social discourse of what's happening in the country in general. I don't think I can express my. I don't think anyone can express. Well, that's a lie. Saying anyone would be too radical, but I don't think people. I personally cannot express, express your opinions my opinion with 140 characters. Then just type it up in a Word document, screenshot it, and post a picture of it. Oh, uh, but then, oh, uh, see, then I have to do that. Ah, uh, got him. <laughs> then I have to do that. I guess. Oh, that's yeah. the that's the cheat. That's the cheat way to doing it, huh? Yeah, one of my friends made an app that automates that process, so pretty cool. Wait, so do you? Actually, oh. 
it actually leads to high engagement rates because there's statistics of like posting the same thing using like twit longer in a link but since you post it as an image people are more inclined to click images in dr to click like links yeah because links mean that i have to go all the way out and then come all the way back and yeah, it's like yeah oh, exactly. oh. at least you give me a picture or like a preview of like pictures so you're more inclined to see like oh what else can i see but yeah i understand what you're saying and that's very true yeah. At the same time, you know, I've seen people go on like huge rants on Twitter, and you know, after a while, it gets sort of annoying because I have to wait for the next message and then the next message. I feel like it's like <laughs> a modern version of like Morse code or something like that. You know, just like <laughs> I am upset. Stop. No, pa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am upset. I, I can't. I can't Stop. deal anymore. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Is this so real upset. life? Stop. Yep. I'm just like, I can't, like, I'm, you know, I just like, I want to keep on retweeting you, but I'm not, I'm tired of waiting for your next message. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't give you five retweets. That's too much. Right. But yeah, man, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that, that would be one, one, one of my, that's, that would be my only beef. But since there is a solution, I, I know I can no longer use that as a means of not engaging in the social media sphere of discussing topics i don't know I, I also feel like i would much rather discuss it while we're sitting down than on the internet to be honest oh for sure for sure but, but then the again a good place to start the conversation though because then you can always like there's some people i've met with that like have um that i've met with in austin that i've seen something i mentioned on twitter and they're like yeah i really like the thoughts around this i'd want to talk with you like more about it or get more thoughts on it Word, yeah. The internet is, sounds like a magical place, man. Hey, man, I've been telling you this for like two years, G. I know. I'm. I just. I just like to stay in my brain a lot for some reason. You're very like, yeah. I know. You're very cautious. That's the thing. With me, I'm just like, yeah, hey, whatever, YOLO. But like, do people still <laughs> say that? It's 2015. Is YOLO still a thing? Well, at least I still say YOLO. The YOLO life. One of my buddies likes to like. He doesn't plan for anything. But he said he calls it the YOLO lifestyle. Okay. Like that's 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 not smart. It's not smart not to plan. But technically, YOLO lifestyle doesn't lead to any regrets because everything you do is YOLO. Yep. You feel me? Yep, yep. But yeah, man, gotta try it. And to all the listeners out there. Try it out, Twitter. Reach out to your local community and see what you can do, you know, or see who you can meet up with or find, like, people with similar interests with you, to you with, as you. Wait, does Twitter have a, a local people search? You know, kind of. Oh, you can, can you see tweets you can around for, you? Yeah. Can you search for a location? Yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering. Because I think that would, be, that would be an easy way to hack it. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of like geographic, uh, like filtering. At the same time, normally you can just like, I don't know. It all depends on how big your network is. To be honest, I don't even know how my Twitter network like got to where it's at now. You just oh, talk a lot. I, I remember what happened actually. Oh, uh, really, I got on the front page of Hacker News and Product Hunt. That's when I blew up. There's that, but do you remember when you went and auto liked every single? Because I remember. Page- yeah, you auto favorited a bunch of tweets at some point. I'm actually looking at my like, you know, Twitter gives you analytics, and I, even though I did do that, like I stopped doing that like after a couple of weeks, 
And that really only increased my followers by like probably 120 or so. But then like I'm looking at it now. So from January 5th uh, or no, from December 29th, 2014 to I was at, at December 29th, I was at 655 followers. And now I'm at 1,231 followers. Okay. So wait. And what really happened was was that product hunt? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it like I got like so many likes from that. That's solid, yeah, dude. or followers from that. And I just started, and people like hit me up after that. So it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's chill. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can be internet like the. Well, that's a lie. I haven't tried to be internet famous yet. I don't know if I want to be internet famous. Actually, I, I would I would be okay being internet famous, just not internet infamous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like wouldn't mind it, but at the same time, like it all depends on what I'd be internet famous for. I'd rather just be like famous, famous for like making a difference in some way, shape, or form, just not for what I say online. You know, I want my I want to actually have a tangible effect. Well, you don't want to be a Kim Kardashian of the of the tech world? Man, get the heck out of here. <laughs> Wait, is there even a Kim Kardashian for the tech world out there? Uh, probably. Twitch? <laughs> oh, Twitch. I don't know. It would be a good place to find to find such a person. I don't know. I was oh, just no, wondering it's, if... It's just a joke. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because it's like... Um... I will talk about it later. I don't know. I'm trying to get my, I can't get my thoughts in order. But yeah, Twitch, there's a lot of female casters, but a lot of them are really popular. It's cool. Twitch can also be a very, very profitable experience, a profitable like business. I don't know how much, how well it works out now that they're acquired by Amazon. Probably still works out pretty well. But at the same time, like if I had like, you know, more time or to refine my video game skills, yeah, no, I, dude, I know, I know what you're talking about. There's like an African, um, most he's not African, he's just black, but he's in England. He plays, um, what's that? Yeah, he he plays FIFA FIFA 15 online, and he literally he's a he's a millionaire. He lives in a penthouse in freaking England, 21, oh and he he. I'm just saying, like, I watch his videos. I'm like, dude. The only thing he does is play video game and comments on it. That's it. And he's making millions. He's younger than me. Yep. It happened. I, w- I went to school, Lehi. I went to school. I, I did I electrical engineering. I did I electrical engineering. I got a degree. Yet I'm not making millions. Yeah, and then you see my father. My father would be like, oh, you play video games, but these video games will not make you a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right, dude? I feel like at some point we just need to like make an expose of all the things that can make you a million, a right. millionaire that are literally not going to school and just trying to trying to be smarter than everybody else, you know? Yeah. Oh man, well this conversation shifted quickly. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> hey, it's okay. No, no, it's solid. It's solid. I mean, to be honest, dude, I think we we would have exhausted that topic pretty fast. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Yeah. But, but back, on, back on how to make millions on the internet. Uh, 
I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I, I would have the courage to do it or even like the brain space to do it. You know, I feel like I missed, I missed the golden ages of becoming a millionaire playing video games personally. Yeah. Right. Because I think first person shooters are like after a certain age, you can't, you can't get the motor skills required to be amazing at them. Oh, definitely. Cause I know, I know I missed out. Um, because when I when I got to the U.S., I didn't get a PS2 until my senior year, I think. So I think I was already too old for that. You feel me? Uh, for FIFA, I could have if I continuously played, but I didn't do that either. So that didn't work out. But I feel like you could have. How much video games did you play when you're in uh, in high school? You want to know why I'm so lazy? Why are you so lazy? Because all I did was sit around and play video games whenever I was younger. So that's why I'm so lazy and hate physical activity. <laughs> I don't know, So man. I played my fair share. I played, like, any, everything ranging from console games to uh, MMOs to, uh, yeah, did really, a lot of those. Dude? Yeah, bro. What a Warcraft, dog. What you're, dude, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, a horde for life. You played, you were a WoW player? Yeah, but dog, I was on broke dude status, so I'll, I play private servers. I'm not playing fe- like $15 a month for that. Get the heck out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, I think no. most of most of my high school. Video games are what got me into like programming. I wanted to be a game developer, but then oh. I realized that's a very dumb, well, not dumb, but my it's a very limiting career track in my opinion. And I'd rather, that's why I went into computer science, because it has more options. Yeah, I mean, if you, if, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know the video game development track, so I wouldn't be able to comment on that. Long hours and underpaid. Word. Yeah, dude, they get really underpaid. But, like, the thing is, people don't really appreciate it. And what really makes me really annoyed with developer, um, my bad, gamers, is how they ask for more features or complain and complain and complain about bugs or something like that. But video game development, and I'm not, I'm making a bold claim, but I think it's one of the hardest forms of programming out there because it is a very, very complex state machine that you have to keep track of the entire the time. time. Yes, it's very hard. And for those graphics as well and a limited amount of hardware, Yeah, it's insane. Fun fact, first Roller Coaster Tycoon game was programmed in nothing but assembly. Wow. 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 You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. I was just like, wow, what masochist? Dude, how many lines of code is that? That's crazy. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into that, man. That'd be dope. But yeah. Um I think yeah, I think we should. We can. We can call this one a. We can. We can wrap it up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> wrap it wrap up. It up. up <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah. Don't don't. <laughs> that, dude, I borderline almost laughed. That was hilarious. But uh, th- sorry, sorry, listeners. This is, we're mentioning a complete different um, yeah. conversation that happened. But I guess um, this is going to be one of the most unusual one where we try to talk about something but totally didn't get into it yeah and just compl- i mean we did we mentioned it yeah we mentioned it, it you know and then kind of sidestepped it completely 
But anywho, hopefully this uh, episode six of Two Black Nerds uh, gives you something to think about or laugh about. Who knows? And uh, if you have any ideas for topics, we would totally love to hear what you have to say. Or if you're soon about to graduate and would like to know our opinions on certain aspects of life, don't hesitate to tweet at us. I am at Queeromeo, which is K-W-I-R-O-M-E-O on Twitter. And where can they find you, E? Uh, you already know. You can find me at, at Kuchu, K-W-U-C-H-U. And also feel free to hit us up at hello at twoblacknerds.com. And you can always tweet us at twoblacknerds as well. So once again, thank you for listening. Subscribe, and we'll catch you all next week. Take care. Bye.